0: Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and Squirt circle with Ryan on and We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Hello again and welcome back to The Riley Factor, a wrestling podcast highlighting Midwestern independent wrestling, part of the Grapple Talk Network. My name is AC Riley and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Riley factor highlighting and breaking down Bruce city wrestling's last show of 2017 with ASAP Mitchell, a new guest uh, to break down the shows, uh, hopefully a new regular um, also a full circle because he was actually the first guest when this show became its own show of the grapple talk network. Follow the grapple talk network at facebook.com slash the grapple talk or on Twitter at the grapple talk as well. Make sure to follow them. Make sure to follow the Ross Family Matters broadcast, Deach and Dash, Regular Guy Gaming, and of course the flagship Grapple Talk. We're all here on the Grapple Talk Network. Plenty of content to listen to on the road, in the car, while you're cleaning. Anything that you need an hour to just listen to something while you're doing something else. We'll get to BCW's Jingle Bells Bash In just a few seconds, we'll plug some of the Grapple Talk Network shows that you can listen to right on the network. You're listening to Grapple Talk. You're listening to The Riley Factor. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be right back. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk. What we talk about? Wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our Spotlight in the Squared Circle segment where we highlight local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash the Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five! Yeah! This is Chris from Spot Monkey Media. Are you a professional wrestler a promoter a business owner spot monkey media is graphic design for the wrestling professional we offer design services for t-shirts event posters eight by tens logos and even ring gear but if you're not in the wrestling business we work outside the ropes go to spotmonkeymedia.com for more information spot monkey media create your legacy Hello, wrestling fans. Cole Cabana coming to you live from the One Hour Tease Arena. Beautiful Chicago, Illinois. The pro wrestling action has been great so far. As you can see, Joey really dominating the ring so far. There's a beautiful belly to back suplexing. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like Joey's shirt has been ripped. What's up with that? You ripped my shirt. Let's go check an instant replay, see exactly what happened there. You can see Joey's shirt ripped from the collar, and that's not good when you're trying to wear your pro wrestling t-shirt. Man, you ripped my shirt. It's my only shirt. Joey. Hey, it looks like Ryan from One Hour Tees just threw Joey Ryan a brand new t-shirt. Thanks, pro wrestling tees. ProWrestlingTees.com. Over 3,000 wrestling t-shirts designed and sold by pro wrestlers. Wrestlers such as Steve Austin, CM Punk, Macho Man, Nick Foley, DDP, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Hexa, Jim Duggan, Scott Hall, Ted DiBiase, Cole Cabana, Joey Ryan, Cliff Compton, and the entire Bullet Club. All stores owned by pro wrestlers. Support pro wrestling today and visit ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, I'll take my eggs over easy, and I'll take my podcast, Deach and Dash. That's right. The Deach and Dash podcast, hosted by me, gorgeous Jordy Lee, available via the Grapple Talk Network. It's about to get weird. We're going to talk some wrestling, maybe, some life, probably, and I'm definitely going to ask whether you prefer ketchup or mustard. Catch us via the Grapple Talk Network and wherever iPods are available to you. iPods or podcasts? God, I'm the worst. Talking about Brew City Wrestling. Uh, right after the show's over, uh, show just got done a few minutes ago here with, uh, Aesop Mitchell opposed to, uh, Scott Williams because obviously Scott wasn't here and Aesop you were. So, uh, we're doing things a little different. And also it's fun fact because first interview on the Riley factor was you and it was here at BCW. So it's kind of full circle. Uh, I like to think that I make everything better, so it's eventually you needed to bring me on anyways Sure, absolutely, so uh, basically breaking down uh, Bruce City Wrestling's uh, Jingle Bells Bash here at the Knights of Columbus uh, kind of getting in the the season of kind of moving too that's a, that's an important announcement to make as well that brucey bruce city wrestling will be moving over to the elks lodge in waukesha um familiar territory because they had a uh, benefit show a memorial show for one of the longtime bcw fans sean weber um you know great venue um so it'll be interesting kind of moving the, the home base to a new territory so um, yeah, it should be interesting to see that in February. Yeah, though I haven't been a part of uh, BCW for all that long, I am familiar with the Elks Lodge, and I will now make it my, my future domicile. And um, uh, BCW will continue to have the brawls and the bashes and the mayhem and the mon- monsters and monstrosities uh, that we always seem to bring. Uh, just new venue, same old Brew City. So last show of uh, 2017 for BCW, uh, a little chilly. So we'll try to keep this uh, brief. But overall, we'll uh, we'll just talk about the matches. What we liked, what we hated, um, things to look forward to, and you know things you know maybe things you noticed about like certain people in the match. Uh, you know that you you liked, you hated, whatever. Just like you know again, this is just the idea of just shooting the shit about the show after the show because we all do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- like the first thing that has to get brought up is that overall the night was full of some heavy-handed hits and like that that, no is, kidding. that is an understatement to say the least. Well, we'll definitely we'll definitely get into that as we are progress the matches here. So, uh talking about the the the, the night overall, you know, a lot of heavy hands and everything. Great crowd as there always is with Bruce City wrestling. Um, be interesting to see how much of that carries over to Walk show, but I don't think it should be an issue I think they drew really well the last time they were there, but let's get into the matches let's get into breast tags, yeah, 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 yeah. uh, so we got uh, first match, Sean Priest and Dysfunction obviously, you know, these two know each other very well, um, always put on a good match, but man, you talk about heavy hitting matches, that was, it uh, kind of started pretty early My with Sean God. Priest tay Toe he was throwing some forearms out there, mm-hmm. i, I, I not to not to make light of it, but I'm, I'm very shocked. But he didn't make light of it either. Well, that's true. Uh, I'm very shocked. Kurt uh, Dysfunction could even stand by yeah. the end of that match. He was he was getting flurried on badly. Yeah, or even just cut cut him off in this case, because you know you piss off a vet enough. You know we you know you notice this like, with Derek St. Holmes. You know, one yeah. of those guys where if you if you get a little too overzealous, it's just bucket. It. Well, uh, this isn't the match we planned, but fuck you. Unfortunately, you're not gonna get uh, any sort of reaction off a of shot who who kind of thrives off of getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, so. no, no, doubt about it. But I mean, that was the other thing too. I noticed is you know something that obviously got brought up, but uh, trying a little too hard to be slap happy, because that uh, you know there's yeah. there's there's a lot of times you know a lot of wrestlers will want to do the slap to really just add to their punch and everything like that, which is fine. But you know. A, if you do it all the time, it doesn't doesn't make any difference. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and then B, it's like he was worrying so much about the slap and not so much about actually throwing a good punch. So that was yeah. the issue we ran into. Yeah, and especially one. with someone like Sean who's got a lot of meat behind him. He can make some really hard h- hits. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. He doesn't really need the extra sound because he's got it there. <laughs> no kidding about that. Um, anything else you had about – about uh, Opening contest. Hey man, how awesome is it too to get a nice promo of Shane Douglas uh, in there as well? Like Absolutely, that's, that's really freaking cool. I, I, you know, a lot of us know that he was coming back in January, but uh, you know, to get the little promo, man, it's a, it's a little bonus prize, especially at the start of the show. It really gets the crowd going. Well, especially since the last time he was on the show was back in like what. September, September, so, so yeah. sep- September, and then you know it's a little, yeah. it's a little nice way to get people excited about Rise mm-hmm. to Honor. Is yep. seeing the promo because you know, again, we we can talk about it in the future. But in a lot of cases, the the month before uh, Rise to Honor, there's always you know the big announcements announcing that you know these guys will be here. You know, so, you know, in some cases, it's like, oh, well, you want you want to fight? I got to fight for you. Yeah. we didn't really see that this time. So a lot of cases, it was a. Uh, you know a show that's going in purely with storylines and everything which is uh different but it's welcome and you know we got to see basically the video promo of you know who's going to be there rise honor involved in a match which makes sense for yeah. full circle so. Oh yeah it was great like i said definitely a uh, a welcome sight especially at the beginning of a show if not later on it's it's uh it's different and it feels good yeah absolutely so next match on the on the card there was uh mitch blake and zach mcguire mm-hmm. um Don't really know what I can really say about this match because I mean, essentially, the match was telling the story that you know, you got Mitch Blake that obviously has the size advantage, has the experience advantage, and just basically has the everything, has has the everything advantage, has the face paint advantage as well. Um, but I mean, ultimately, he was you know, just putting the boots to Zach McGuire, kept putting the boots to him. Match got reversed, really showing that okay, he lost, but obviously, he was. You know, in the driver's seat the entire time. So. Yeah, but but you know what? Zach had a lot of really good spots. Yeah. In there, uh, that to make him look a lot stronger, uh, or I should say stronger, in the sense that he's right. he's a fighting spirit, and uh, I thought that even though it's a you know a seven eight minute squash, it, it really didn't come off that way with right. the way that Zach was fighting back. I, I thought they played up a, a pretty nice. A pretty nice match overall. Yeah, nice absolutely. Story. I mean, I th- I think this is the main thing for Zach is you know he he calls himself the pit bull, so you know you think you know if you're gonna call yourself that you you got to call yourself a you got to act like a pit bull. Um, so and this, yikes. Um, but anyways, uh, you know with, with with when you call yourself a pit bull, you got to act like one. And I think we saw that a little bit when uh, you know he was making his comeback. You know, just being tenacious, being uh, being able to essentially just. Do whatever. So, oh my God, we're West Dallas could be a dirty crowd and dirty everything. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, we saw a little bit of of tenacity of Zach Zach McGuire when he was coming in the comeback and show that he still got some fight. I would like to see a little bit more, but for what it was, it was all right. But I mean, you're you're building up Mitch Blake as the monster. Absolutely. What else do you expect? Definitely. for Zach McGuire To get any sort of Offense in Especially the way That he got it That's That yeah, showcases A little bit of His lot. high that flying And everything I, yeah. So so yeah. Like like I said, would have, would have liked to see maybe like an extra you know punch you know just so, just so he didn't die in the mm-hmm. in the beginning of it. Yeah. But you know overall like you know not not a bad match. It's not it's not going to be the match of the night by any means. But that's no, not, it, it that's not taking its anything away from Mitch Blake or Zach McGuire. You know two guys that you know have great matches on their own and great matches. You know is a be- good match yeah. with each other. But I mean it was just telling the story of just a it's a good old fashioned beatdown. Yeah, it served its purpose absolutely. So next match we had uh, was it the four way it was the four uh, way uh, no the hardcore impact it was the tag match that's right well um well tag hand, match. handicap match so basically what happened um russ jones could not make it um so they they did the whole like well, russ jones got beaten to the back and now he's going to the hospital so you know he had onyx adretti that offered to you know essentially still compete in the match handicap match jp the commissioner obviously part of the heathens is said okay if you want to die it's, it's your funeral yeah and you know what they 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 tried to make uh, uh, lemonade out of some lemons, you know, yep. a, a unfortunate situation, but, you know, show must go on. And rather than, say, screw it and not have a match, you know, they, they did what yeah. they they had to do. And honestly, it, it kind of does help further that feud be- between the Bruce City Saints and the heathens. Right. So, uh, my again. my only gripe that I had about it, and I, I did this on commentary, so, I mean, my my big thing is that, in like, in storyline-wise, I mean, you had Sean Priest who had a victory and stuff like that. You know, obviously you don't want to, you know, kill overkill somebody being in there too many times, but, I mean... Who's to say that like in storyline wise, somebody else couldn't be like, Hey, you know, Harry had a match, but you know what? You know, he's out. Yeah. Everything, let me let me help you because, you know, in theory, when you have like a rookie like Onyx walking in with hardcore impact and just basically saying, like, hey, I'm walking to the slaughterhouse, no problem at all and it's like then you turn into processed meat. Yeah, well you know what though that again, that works out overall for the sure. night, especially with uh, how everything Kind of transpires As, as we'll get, go into it yep. So it, it makes it An even bout Overall Sure And it was a little different because I I kept expecting that uh, it was going to be just, you know, a a one-on tag. So, you know, one guy in the ring from Hardcore Impact at each time. But then the match kind of started with both of them in the ring. So I was like, is this a tornado handicap match? Because, man, he's going to get fucked if that's the case. Um, But, I mean, again, it told a good story because, I mean, even with, uh, you know, the, the, the number advantage, they were still, you know, Roadhouse getting involved and really just, you know, trying to take every single shortcut. So then it was one guy in the ring, two guys out of the ring um yeah. so you it know build up the chemistry nice which uh, you know again I don't think it can hurt uh, in those situations yep and then uh then we move into the four way yes um it was uh Sierra Stacey Shadows Vanessa Azure and Lina De Oro um for the women's belt um I, I liked it because it really mixed a mix and matched a couple different multiple storylines. So you had Lena de Oro and Stacy Shadows, who had a little bit of a storyline uh, a couple months ago. You had Stacy Shadows and Sierra, who obviously had a very long storyline with each other. Um, you had Vanessa Azore and uh, Lina de Oro, who had a storyline uh, you know building from Legacy Pro Wrestling show. Um, Sierra. Sierra. Yeah, Sierra, what did I say? Lena. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Sierra know. Sierra, and Vanessa Zorid from, from Legacy, and then you have Lena that, you know, has had some stuff with Vanessa in the past, you know. Yeah. Not, I mean, not a ton of storyline stuff, but still a little bit of chemistry there, so. Well, they broke in together. Absolutely, it's, it's, so. It, they do have that, that sort of, uh, you know, Storyline, it sure. might not be the most blatant one like the other ones, but it's there, and I think yeah, the, the, the fans notice it. Yeah, you know, basically, they got a two for one special out, uh, out of this match between the actual match itself and then everything that transpired afterwards. Right, uh, it, you know, it, it was fun. Like definitely, like I said, the the after it was effects, different. It was it was different in a good yeah. way because you had like Sierra, who typically you know, very very stereotypical champion that kind of waited outside and. Um, Waited out, basically waited outside, and I was kind of you know scouting, scouting the talent, scouting, uh, scouting the opportunity to strike. But then at the same time, she would, she would break up a, a she break up a count. And then stare at Stacey's shadow, so you kind of see that full circle of these two knowing each other and everything. You see that excitement. It's just like, I'm trying to get a rise out of you. And then, you know, while being distracted, you had Vanessa and Lena who could almost take that advantage. And it was a weird position for Stacey because, obviously, we see her just killing everybody. And we got to see that, but we also got to see her kind of get her ass kicked a little bit. So it was just – it was different. Yeah. It, I, again, I totally liked the match, and I really enjoyed the stuff afterwards. So I wouldn't even, uh, I, I wouldn't even bat an eye. I, I'd love to see it again and again, especially yeah. the. ooh, man, uh, Vanessa took some gnarly super kicks at the end, oh God, and yeah. I was. I was um, I was cringing a little. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, before we get too far ahead of ourselves here, you know, the match ended with a, uh, a bit of a double maneuver, double victory. So you had, uh, say, Shadows, who was sinking in the uh, the very cinched-in uh, camel, uh, camel clutch there, just bending the spine of Lena De Oro. And then uh, while Sierra was attempting to break up the pin— or break up the hold, excuse me. Uh, you had Vanessa that kind of rushed in with a roll up, one, two, three, new women's champ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's it's different. It shakes things up a little bit. And then obviously, as we saw, a bunch of super kicks that led into uh, the match at Rice Honor with Frankie DeFalco and Evil Sierra, which uh, which also is a, is a good full circle because you see you see everything kind of come to fruition. So you didn't necessarily need, like I mentioned, how Frank had typically he always made big announcements about who's going to be there he didn't do that but i think there's a lot of reasons to make it to january we're only halfway done with the with the match announcements yeah yeah absolutely and, and i think that was a pivotal part of this show overall is that uh storylines need to be set up as uh you know not a nice segue into our next match sure <laughs> and then uh Let's see that was that was the match right into intermission so we took a little bit of a break five minute intermission on the dot I just want to say this first and foremost I wasn't paying attention to the clock at first that DJ Bob always has so I hear uh, Joel says like all right folks 34 seconds left in our intermission is like man that's oddly specific I don't know where you got oh the timer there we go and I, I so I looked up I was like oh man okay way to go Riley because yeah because I was thinking like man like that's like creative and then I was like oh wait no I'm giving Joel too much credit here yeah um, don't do that please yeah okay. <laughs> The love of so then coming out of intermission we had another tag match that you were involved in so absolutely uh, yes. we can talk a little bit about that so it was a uh, kind of different you know it's, it's showcasing the BCW tag team division but tag team you know pe- members, An amalgamation of it Yeah, all. amalgamation that's a good way to put it so you have you know people that are in their own right in different tag teams but in different you know but then teamed up with different people so it was kind of a wild card tag match but I kind of liked it in the sake that you know you got to see that sometimes that works sometimes that doesn't so you had uh yourself and Jared Jacks as a team yes obviously it was jockeying for position of who was going to be the leader because you're both leaders in your groups and you're both in charge and then it was a matter of you know I'm in charge no I'm in charge well we're doing this way we're doing it my way but then you have uh Scott Marciano and Mario Carvello who just worked well as a unit found friendship never thought i would see scott marciano do a hip gyration but i guess anything's possible in burst city wrestling um and overall you got again you get to see that you know sometimes you have the chemistry when you do that amalgamation and sometimes you don't yeah no it was a blast like that was a fun match uh realistically you throw in four guys that have you know semi-chemistry together sure. you know what I mean like I, I get it that some of them have worked in the past but realistically they were just kind of hodgepodged up mm-hmm. and you know it could have been a throwaway for us but we uh went out there and had a Bunch of fun. Yep, and I thought we made the most of everything, and I thought it was a blast. Yeah, definitely. And, and as you kind of alluded to, it could have been a throwaway <laughs> match, and you know, in in most circumstances, it could have just been like, okay, well, we got these four guys, we we'll throw them in tag team, it will, be you know, they'll have fun, a you know, good time. Yeah, and a little bit of a buffer match in between, you know, main events, so to speak. But like the thing that was different about it is that it could have been that but it wasn't. No, and it, it, had, it had a good breakup, too, because there was a lot of funny ha-ha spots, which, yeah. you know, the entire night was very serious overall. Yep. So definitely to throw that in there is... Like you said, a buffer as right. well uh, for the matches to come, but it, like just a uh, a nice breather overall to right. the to the atmosphere and the mood. Yeah, nice little comedy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just have a good time, and the crowd loved it. And then again, it could have been a been a throwaway, but instead told a little bit of story. at the I end, took a wet willy, goddamn. You told it. a wet, You took a wet willy followed by a forearm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, in, instead of just being like, okay, cool, matched over on the next one. You know, you, you set up something for Rise to Honor with you and Mario. T- attacking from behind grabbed the little uh, trimming scissors i'd never seen someone get so much heat for cutting off part of a mustache <laughs> honestly I, I leveled his mustache like, like i made it i made it look nice and tight and like, so i made it look better at, arguably. At, at one point when you were cutting off half the mustache like if he gives him the hitler sash that's just a dick move no 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 i, I forget i'm jewish so i would never do that I see i wasn't <laughs> sure i was just i was thinking like man that'd be really fucked up if that's what he goes no, for no, no, because no. i i saw he cut off part of it and then the nope. other part i was like man he better he better him. not roll up and <laughs> just look i like had the shortest stash in the world it's like dude not cool man um but i mean again you know that you told that you know that you told that huge uh you set up that that match here that hair versus hair um but i mean again i've never seen someone get so much heat for just cutting off part of a mustache the like i think honestly tiniest scissors in the world too because like you talk about your pops of the night that was definitely the 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 boo of the night so to speak because like i've never seen so much people hate you for that because i mean mario's mustache is pretty iconic at this point Yeah. oh yeah so i mean to do that and then just to be like hey Fuck your mustache! It like helps motherfucker. that people really hate me. You yeah, know, I, I'm kind of an asshole. So. Kind of an asshole. Okay, I'm I'm very much an asshole. Hey man, if you, so if, if you, if you got it, it, flaunt it. You know I, what I mean? Uh, really, that's all I'm there for. So I'm glad. So we got good. the so we got the hair versus hair match in addition to the other matches. The fans bring the weapons uh dysfunction versus shane douglas then you have the no dq match with sierra and frankie defalco so then we move into the uh to the two for main events here of the night so you had uh max holiday gahagas which um i always love when those two tear it up yeah hard Um, hitting again Uh, uh, The theme of the fucking night if you ask me those guys uh definitely threw down and uh man it there wasn't a lot of technique to tonight either. It was just a uh, good fast fist brawl. Yeah, goddamn slobberknocker Yeah, God damn slobber knocker, yeah. JR. And, and the the thing I really liked about it is that they've worked each other a couple times now, but it's always different. Yeah. And in this case, the match didn't start with the formal introductions, wait for the lockup, blah blah. It started off just in a, in a brawl. Mm-hmm. It started with a fight. So you get to see that evolution of what they've done. Yeah. And then you had JP who was out there but he didn't do anything yep. So like It always looked like Okay the rough track I'm gonna line uh-huh. up Nope uh-huh. Cause then you uh-huh. say, You basically tell that story For JP Saying like I know what Cahagas does in the ring I know what he's about I know he doesn't need my help I'm just here Yeah oh. and, then, and then of course You know Max would fight back And be like Oh maybe I do need a help No he's got it He's got it We're good We're good now Yeah a lot of, a lot of Ebb and flows Some, some uh, Like I said Some oh It was, just, uh-huh. it was nice That wave action Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, the match ended in DQ with interference from... Uh, the heathens and yep. the saints, which led into the main event, which was Brandon Blaze and the Beer City Bruiser. And again, the theme is hard hitting tonight. And we're we not going to find anything different. Yeah, There's no finesse in either one of those absolutely. guys. I mean, like, when you talk about hard hitting, there was like like shoot, like this is legit. So I mean, like you had you had the suplex that was supposed to go in the apron and fell on the floor, and then uh, yeah. and then of course you know Beer City Bruiser, you know, mad, you know got hit so hard with the forearm he actually legit got a concussion because it, 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 I don't expect anything else right. anything less between these guys Well it's like on commentary you know we noticed you know when they were going for the for the punch and he got caught we saw something fall down and both and Chris and I were both like oh it must be be some beer or something like that cuz you saw some liquid and then all of a sudden like Jesse comes back it's like yeah he legit puked D- there you go and it's like holy <laughs> shit dude and I mean it's good got, night it's a good night you got to give him credit too because you know here he is with the concussion and relatively early on, relatively in the match. early on in the match, did the powerbomb <clears throat> spot and could have just been like, "Hey, man, just take a pin. I'm fucking knocked out or whatever like that." Or they could have thrown in like, "Hey, let's just do the DQ or whatever like man. that." But they didn't do that. They they still fucking kept going. And They're that's going, the quality going. of wrestling uh, that those two guys have. Absolutely. You know, they, they know how much wrestling means to them, and they they understand the importance of giving the fans a good show. You know, not to. Not to sound like a fanboy over here, but like, yeah, you know, there's no, a reason okay. why. There's a reason why uh, why BCB is my trainer. Like, yep. I I know that how much he appreciates everything uh, in wrestling, and he would never, ever, ever, uh, you know, call it quits early like that. Absolutely, because I mean, there's lesser people that would do that, and
1: I've and, seen it before. And, We've all seen yeah, it. Yeah, and
0: absolutely, and in, in most cases, it's usually pretty understandable. It's like, well, I legit got a concussion and yeah. everything, and you're like. Okay, that's fair. That's understandable why mm-hmm. you cut, cut it early. But in this case, like, no, fuck it. We'll go another 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was good, too. Like Absolutely. I said, solid. Great, great match. Honestly, again, I wouldn't have been able to tell he actually had a concussion. Sometimes sometimes when you have somebody with a concussion, you kind of see that they're, you know. Woozy and they're, wobbly, yeah they're, yeah. they're not all there. Nobody. The lights are on. Nobody's home. But he was still acting like he's still around, like he wasn't slurring his words. He, he seemed like he was 100% into it. You know, like, it didn't seem like anything was wrong. I didn't realize that until, you know, again, Jesse comes back after the show's over. He's like, yeah, he fucking puked. Yeah, dude, quality wrestling. Absolutely. With quality wrestling from quality wrestlers. Yeah, you know, some of the best are around. Definitely. So, uh, pretty much the quick breakdown of the show there. And then, of course, you have uh, the War Games match that got announced for Rise of Honor yep. for the for the Saints and the Heathens. Um, yeah, final thoughts about the show? Anything you liked, didn't like, that maybe we didn't cover? Uh, Overall, you know, uh, also, I I thought the show had a good flow to it. Even though there was a lot of promos, actually, it it didn't feel like it dragged on. I thought that everyone sort of got in, they planned their shit out, uh, you know, and and told great stories, and then there was always some energy and some motion behind them. So, you know what... I'm very happy with the show. Definitely. And again, I've I've said it a couple times, but I just really, really like the fact that, you know, this is the first show, uh, the first December show, that they didn't rely dependently on the names. They didn't have a bunch of, it's like, oh, well, you want to do this? Well, I got a guy that has got a problem with this, former WWE star blank or former Impact star blank. Because you always, like understandably you do that because you want people to come in to see that person well and and you know you got a good you you got a good thing going here yeah you're you got one show left here in in West Dallas Yep. so you know what let's send them out with Bruce City Wrestling talent not not anyone not not named use the full roster granted there's there's Shane Douglas who will be there but that was I mean that's you know and even that's a build up that, from something yeah, just, else too. That's just though. pushing the storyline product, yeah. and in this case, you know, again, it wasn't Frank making a bunch of announcements or making a bunch yep. of reveals. He was solely depending on you guys, solely depending on the BCW talent. And I think it paid off, and that, you know that's that's always one of the nice things. You know, yeah, names are nice to have for a good draw, but when you have a good thing going, focus on the talent. I think that's a great thing. So overall, it was a very fun show, very fun, and like I said, it's fast. So I uh, I, I think that's nice to not have that sort of that uh, to have that brevity in, in there. Hundred percent. So BCW, January twelfth, yes. last show here at the Knights of Columbus, yes. rise to honor. Yes. Uh, again, the matches that were announced uh, just on tonight's uh, situation. You had uh, fans bring the weapons uh, between the franchise the BCW franchise. Uh, Shane Douglas versus Dysfunction. Uh, you had the no DQ match with Frankie DeFalco and Sierra, yourself and Mario Corvel, hair versus hair. And be then fine. the uh, eight, eight-man War Games tag match, steel cage. Ten-man. Uh, Ten Ten man, man. excuse me even bigger 10 man steel cage war games Beer City or excuse me Bruce City Saints and uh, the heathens so yeah it was, it's, it's gonna time. be fun it's gonna be a great show yeah. absolutely I kind of choked you there a little bit oh it, it's getting to you already. Get, get emotional. <laughs> getting emotional muscle getting kind of cold so let's uh let's wrap this up we'll be right back with more Riley factor wrap things up uh, but yeah Na up thanks for doing this oh thank you oh hello. Do you like talking about life and the fun you have with your friends and games you play with each other and memories you've had over the course of time? (sighs) Nothing's better than family folks and here at the Ross Family Podcast, we really love having fun. Myself, Jack Spade, Victor Ross, Scott Williams. My turtle. Oh, come on man. Sorry. Oh, who the hell are you, Isaac? For the latest Pro Wrestling news, keep it locked to www.gerweck.net. dot Pro Wrestling since 1997. Tune into the Indie Power Rankings Reveal every Tuesday at 3 PM Eastern on Blog Talk Radio, Filling the Void Radio Network. You can also subscribe to Filling the Void Radio Network on iTunes. Give a follow to the Indie Power Rankings on Twitter at IndiePower Rankin, no G S. Instagram at Indie Power Rankings on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Indie Power Rankings. You can also go to the website where you can see the top 10 for the week, the tag team top 5, anything else independent wrestling related, Indie Power Rankings, IPR.wordpress.com. Hey everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host Ragbag as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guest interviews, and of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy gaming check us out again always a fun time over at west allis for the knights of columbus for bcw uh, a little bit different. I got a chance to do color commentary again for Bruce City Wrestling. Uh, I just like doing stuff that's different. I mean, I, as much as I enjoy just hanging out after at the show and after the show and just kind of sitting around, I need to do something. So it was nice to at least have the opportunity to do some commentary. Oddly enough, uh was wearing my UWL alum sweatshirt while the other guy was wearing his UW Milwaukee sweatshirt. So we did not coordinate that whatsoever, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Good time there, great show, Uh, and again, just highlighting the fact that Rise to Honor, uh, it's not a name-heavy show in this case, it's a storyline-heavy show, which is really, really cool to see. It's a little bit different uh, than in the years past that I've seen Rise to Honor. Also, just want to give a huge shout-out to everybody that put their bodies on the line and, uh, you know, just didn't come out, you know, 100%. Uh, We had Vanessa Azore, who... Um, You know, battling a little bit of argument here between herself and Frankie DeFalco about if she's suffering a mild concussion. Um, DWE, this is something back in October, but obviously just built up and built up and built up. It uh, has a fractured heel. Um, You know, then, of course, uh, the Beer City Bruiser after a three-month hiatus uh, from BCW after being so busy with Ring of Honor. Ends up suffering a uh, a mild concussion of his own. He got shot. He got a really huge shot to the side of the head um, with a forearm, I think it was. At one point, you just see liquid come down, as we talked about, and you know, just suffer that concussion. You know, just a shout out to him, just because he doesn't remember a good chunk of the match, but there was so much that he did in autopilot that honestly you wouldn't have been able to tell that he actually suffered a concussion until you've seen him after the match. But, um, you know, tough as nails, dude. He's 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 tough. Beer City Bruiser, you know, making Wisconsin proud with its toughness and the fact that, you know, he likes beer more than most Wisconsinites. What am I doing? What am, What's going on? Anyways, moving on. Grapple Talk Network. Follow them again at Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk. You can follow them on Twitters at uh, the Grapple talk. Excuse me. Don't know where. Lost my train of thought there for a second. Uh, you can also follow me, AC Riley, at facebook.com/slash uh, AC Riley W I, on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, on Twitter, PlayStation Network, and Instagram. That's where I'm getting all my social media confused. At Wrong Alex Riley, and uh, make sure to go to proflingtees.com/slash Wrong Alex Riley and get yourself an AC Riley T-shirt. I'd really appreciate it. That about does it for the Rally Factor. We're going to try to get things short and sweet for this. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you to ASAP for being part of the Rally Factor to break down BCW's Jingle Bells Bash. Uh, thanks to BCW for just being a great show and looking forward to the new venue at the Elks Lodge starting in February. Um, thank you for listening. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for checking us out. Support the Grapple Talk Network. Support independent wrestling. Support? Just, just support life. I gotta go.